Are you building a social impact business that runs on profit and purpose? Do you think it's possible? Well, let's find out right here at the Dollar and a Difference show, where we're ditching bad businesses that put profit over people, and we're figuring out how to build businesses that make a dollar and a difference. All right. Hey, folks, and welcome to the Dollar and Different Show. If you've been tuning in with me last week or this, you've heard about some of the internet and tech issues I've had. I think I found a solid connection today, but uh, I've been all over in about a 100-mile radius of this place and, uh, you know, been searching high and low. So right now we're good. But, uh, you know, that can always change with tech in a minute. As soon as you throw on video or anything like that, things love to go crazy. But we're going to get rolling with what we got. Um, as you notice, I'm in the mobile office today. Part of, and by mobile office, I mean my truck. Part of being a digital nomad is trying to figure that all out. Um, it's my morning here, so it's a little dark. But the sun's going to rise, and it's going to get nice and, uh, you know, light in here. So my face will light up, and I'll look like a little less of a hoodlum on the screen. But anyway, if you're tuning in on the podcast of the Dollar Indifference show, you don't even know about any of that. So good for you. You don't have to, you know, see my my dark video that will soon lighten up. But honestly, if you're just tuning in on the podcast, you should also jump into the Facebook group. I put that link in the show notes every single time. And that's where you can check out this video live. But more than that, it's just a group of social impact entrepreneurs helping each other make a dollar in a difference. So it's, it's a really fun place. And last thing that I will mention before I bring our guest on and introduce him is uh, this show, this The Dollar in Different Show is sponsored by the Impact Business Base. I'm putting that right up there. That's our membership site for social impact entrepreneurs. We have a uh, pretty cool thing going on this week. You're probably going to be getting an email if you're in an email community about it uh, today, actually. So stay tuned on that. We're opening it up again this week, letting you in on a little secret, but opening it real quick. It's just a flash deal that we're doing. Um, but that's our membership community for social impact entrepreneurs. And they've graciously sponsored the Dollar Indifference show as well. So impactbusinessbase.com. All right, folks. Now, without further ado, let's bring our guest on. Eddie Capstick is here with us. Going to take the hot seat on. So Eddie, take it away. Talk to us about who you are and what you're up to in the world of social impact business. Hi, everyone. Um, so... About 17 years ago, um, I was part of an e-commerce company that floated uh, for 240 million pounds. Um, and then the share price fell rather drastically. The whole bubble burst, right? Do you remember that? And the whole thing dropped by 95%. And I didn't sell my shares in time. But I still had a little bit. So I went to Nepal um, on business uh, with the British Council to try and find uh, entrepreneurs that wanted to come uh, to the UK. And whilst I was there, I went on Kathmandu FM, um, so, you know, uh, like a, their, their biggest radio station in Nepal, and uh, did, did all the advertising, did all the sort of what we say, what we're going to do, and then suddenly the DJ flipped it into Blind Date, uh, which is a bit weird, but, you know, you, you've got to roll with whatever goes on in front of you. And eventually I went on a date with a really nice girl, um, but the most memorable part of the date was the fact that we went to a restaurant where all the uh, parts of the menu were pictures of food, which I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. And then we just, um, the, the waiter came over and we just pointed at what we, we don't have to say anything, we just point. And it's because all the waiters were deaf. 
and it makes perfect sense in every language where there's a difference in language. Um, why aren't all waiters deaf, or why aren't all deaf people who want to be waiters, aren't, why aren't there more restaurants that they can be waiters in? 17 years later, there's still not a deaf restaurant in, uh, in the UK, for example. Um, and that's just, it, it was turning a, a disability into an ability. Um, and it's great for the blind dates. It means I could flirt with a girl and, you know, the, the waiters didn't, didn't know what I was saying. Well, maybe, maybe they were reading my lips. But I know that's why they laughed in the background, probably. Anyway, so flipped to 17 years later and I've uh, done lots of different things, but it's all because of that trigger moment, that origin story, if you like. Um, everything I've been doing is for good, for a better purpose. And now I've been part of a community called Make Sense for about six years. And Make Sense is about 35,000 volunteers worldwide in over 150 cities. Uh, not much in the US, so, sorry Josh, but I guess you, you guys are doing something similar, so all good. Um, we, and we exist to help social entrepreneurs everywhere. Um, and I do that as a volunteer, but we have about 70 full-time employees dotted around the world. We have incubators, um, consultancy arms, uh, innovation people, uh, lots of different ways of, of which we make money and give back to the community. And we run lots of really cool design thinking workshop events. However, this year, and along, along with most of, lots of years, um, I was in bed or bed bound for about nine months this year. It's one of the longest of ME or chronic fatigue. And not only is it a bummer that I have this, but it means that the people I really want to help in terms of being a mentor for social enterprises, that information is lost to them, uh, or, or, if, or if it's there, I can't explain it. So um, a couple of friends of mine uh, said, well, why don't you um, create maps and apps so that people can then uh, to generate sort of some of the information that you've been trying to generate by yourself, and then we can share it that way. So about four weeks ago, we created um, a few maps, one of London, and we've got maybe 300 places on it so far, which are around social impact, social enterprise. So if it's social enterprise, it's, it's, all, it's going to be on it. But there's lots of good social impact places like a sustainable one or zero, zero plastic and stuff, which should also be on this kind of map. Um, and then we also created an app, right? So here's an app uh, of social events. And if I just hold it up to the camera, so there's a little app here, I'll press that. And then up comes, loads and loads and loads of events that are happening uh, in London. And we're gonna white label this uh, as, a, as an app. And it just, just, just goes, just like a, it's like a nice good layer of uh, Eventbrite and Meetup um, so that you can then run and curate your own event list uh, if you're a community leader. So the, app, so the maps and the apps work really well together in terms of here's some events and here's places that you can go and buy stuff. Uh, and here's, here's places that you can go and, and do really interesting things, uh, but with a good social purpose in, in the background. Got it. And that's where I am. Good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. and I, I, love, I, love, I love the I love story, the story of, of what we call, call your, your aha moment. And Eddie, I'm getting, a, I'm getting an echo. You have okay. a set of headphones, I'm going to pop those in. Actually, it might have resolved itself. Cool. I think it caught up. So I love, I love the story of what we call your aha moment. I think you called it a defining moment, but you know, that for us, that's a fundamental piece, a foundational piece of building a social impact business. And it all stems around this why. What's your genuine and authentic why for what you're doing? And underneath that, I find is always an aha moment. Some moment where you know 
beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is what you're destined for. So love that story. Just wanted to highlight that because that's something that a lot of folks in our community are working through. And if you're tuning in and you haven't started to unpack that aha moment and that why, jump in and let us know because we want to help you with it because that's so fundamental to a social impact business. So that's a quick aside. But I appreciate you sharing your story, Eddie. Now I want to jump into the next section where we just unpack that challenge. Now you started to talk about it a fair bit, um, but let's just give you another minute and really talk. You know, what is the number one challenge you're facing right now? I know it has to do with that chronic fatigue, but what what is unpack what's going on with that and how so I can I, best help you? So I have a co-founder, uh, Jean Petro, um, who's uh, really uh, very much into social enterprise, being also part of Make Sense. So this is um, what we say is is a spin-off. Um, of, of uh, what we're trying to do. Um, and we're, we're creating a new legal identity called Happy Maps. So Happy Maps, but without the H. Um, so so it says what it is, it's, it's apps and maps, but for good. Um, so Happy Maps. And the, the, the difficult challenge is that um, I'm an ex-developer, so I'm an ex-e-commerce developer, if you like, but that was 20 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And so my coding skills aren't as good as they used to be. And some of the maps, we're trying to map the whole ecosystem. So it's not just places and fairly simple apps. We really want to get to grips with um, you know, mapping the supply chains uh, that, that really make a difference, that then people can then create their own cafe or create their own different kind of social business um, using these sort of really good, well-thought, well-structured supply chain, sort of uh, ecosystem, if you like. Um, and there's lots of elements to that. And my technology, my mapping skills uh, need to improve. Or uh, it's probably better for us would be to have someone join us as a co-founder who's really good at that. Um, preferably a woman because we, we believe in equality and we want to have more women on, on boards because um, that's where we believe that one of the biggest problems in the world is that women empowerment, although it's getting better, um, there's still a big gap between women on boards than, than men. And uh, as a white man, I, I think that uh, we need to give back a bit. Um, so my, the, big, the big challenge then is to find someone who's got the, the right uh, technical skills. And uh, also, um, we've got potential clients um, that want maybe 50,000 points on a map um, to people who only went maybe a few hundred. Um, and there's very different mapping skills required for that, for that sort of venture. So it's quite, we need quite someone who's quite, quite well done before. Okay, so development and tech, you would say, are the biggest, biggest challenge right now. So when we talk about these points, sorry, just clarify for me. Uh, you say someone wants 50,000 points. What are all those points that they're wanting? What do they center around? So for example, there's uh, a state, I'm not gonna say which one, because it would uh, say which alliance it is in the states. Right. Uh, where the, the lady said that there's 50,000 uh, social enterprises in her state. Okay, and then mapping all of those enterprises. And then mapping all of those. They're, they're yep. already an alliance which has, say, maybe three or 4,000, but okay. she wants a way to engage with all the others and, and have all the others. So then for me, as an individual, I would be able to log onto the app and find, for example, a restaurant like the one you sat in. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So that's I just want to make, the in the map, yeah, I just want to make sure I, I understood what was and going on. And in the app would be events. Okay, so we've, cool. So we've got Christmas events and ethical Christmas markets and stuff. Okay, okay, got it, beautiful. So then as far as the challenge, let's, let's take a step back from that challenge um, because I will tell you a lot of times, I mean, certainly technical and development issues are big issues and big parts of any business, but I often find that the bigger challenge lies a few steps back. So 
in terms of any kind of a beta version of the app or, or testing with customers, talk to me about what you've done there or what your team has done there. So the prototype um, has been now sent out to over 40 people mm -hmm. um, who had to send me their email address um, before I gave it to them. So they had to have direct access from that. And there's been a lot of good feedback about maybe only four or five of them have actually been leaders of communities, though. Um, a lot of people are either working in social enterprise or they are social entrepreneurs or they're volunteers within the social enterprise, social impact world. So I'm looking to try and find more community leaders um, mm -hmm. to be part of the, of, of the, of the, beta, the closed beta test before we publish and go to the open beta test. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. What, what would you say is your goal for number of, of beta leaders before you'd say, okay, I feel like I have a really good feel for what's going on here? So I really like to have about seven or eight um, strong community leaders and mm -hmm. then be able to work with them as to like which, which way they would like the, the sort of the app to go and how they would like to maintain it themselves. Okay, okay, there's, got there's it. There's different ways we can do this. Okay, perfect. From my perspective, yeah, from my perspective, Eddie, I think you've just solved your challenge, at least for now, <laughs> with that. Because the way I would view it is, is a step by step. And the reason I say this is because I've, I've worked with a lot of social impact businesses, and it hurts my heart when I see folks overbuild, especially when it comes to apps and technological stuff. And you know, I think you know this because you've had that background. When somebody, you know, builds and builds and builds and builds, and I mean, you know, even some of these startups, God forbid, you know, they spend years in stealth mode where they're just building an app or developing stuff and they release it and crickets. They found out that they built something that the marketplace didn't want. So I would really, yeah. So I would really encourage you in terms of, uh, you know, before we even get to the question of do we need to bring on a co-founder with more technological skill, which may be an answer down the road. But before we even get there, I would challenge you not, not just eight, I'd challenge you 20 to 30 to maybe even 50 um, if not all community leaders, 50 people who you believe are really good beta testers really fit your target community of customers and they're trying this thing out and giving you feedback and talking about what they want and then come at the build, you know, with, with that knowledge. That would be step one. Now, step two, let me ask you a question. I, I think that your why story is, is so beautiful. That aha moment in that restaurant where you saw, you know, the pictures and you realized what was going on. That's beautiful. So what extent is that a part of your business right now, that story? So that story is when I tell people why we're doing it, that mm -hmm. story comes out. Mm -hmm. um, and, it's, it, and I always say we because this cannot just be me because at any point uh, I, we never know when I'm going to get ill. Um, and so it might happen tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So that's why it always has to be we. Um, and that's, that then creates... Um, a sense that people then understand my, my story uh, and understand why um, it's not all about profit for me. It's more about sustainability. Um, and then people, I think people trust uh, me, me more if they, don't, if they didn't, if they didn't they would, they would before that. Right. Um, so it is, it's about building trust uh, and building a relationship which um, you know, it's for the long term, not just for a short term gain. Right. Yeah. I mean, you've hit the nail on the head in terms of, of why a why should be the centerpiece of a social impact business, all those reasons. The one thing that I would also then encourage you to do is, I mean, you say it's, it's about we, and, and like you mentioned, I mean, you have this unique challenge with illness that could, could slow you down at any moment. I would, as quickly as you're able, 
bake that story into the touch points, even with the beta piece, to the extent that you're able, bake that story into all the touch points that people have. For example, um, if, you know, when I get into an app, usually there's like an intro screen, maybe on your intro screen or whatever the equivalent is for you on your intro screen, um, you know, uh, this all started in a restaurant in Nepal. Here's the story. We believe you should have access to this anywhere you go. Something like that, a two sentence thing, three sentence thing, whatever it is, just quick, short and sweet, punchy. Um, you know, it could be a little longer depending on where it's at in the app, but add that why touch point in everywhere you can. Um, that's, that's huge. And that's one thing for, for us, when we walk, you know, any of our students, members, anyone in our community, we walk them through the, the process of building a business like this. We start with that why we craft it. And then we think about how to weave that into all the different touch points of your business. And I mean, that story, when you told me that, you know, I got chills. I, I'm, I'm not just saying that. I did. It's a beautiful story. Tell and also the, story. the sunrise behind you worked really well just then, by the exactly, way. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it started making me look, yeah, I know. Like I said, I look like less of a, less of a hoodlum now. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, so that, that would be, Eddie, to me, you know, today with unpacking your challenge, those would be my two biggest suggestions is just pour into that beta testing you know, learn the exact features that you would need to have in there to solve people's pains, pain points and transform their lives. Um, and when, you, when you're looking at those beta testers, talk to them in that language. You know, when it comes to finding social impact businesses in your area, when it comes to linking people to social impact ventures in your area, what's the greatest challenge you face? You know, what's the pain point that you face organizing your community around that? And just listen to what they say and what they share and the challenges they've experienced and then, you know, take some time. And like I said, if you can get 50 people that you're getting those kinds of conversations and interactions with, that would be huge for you. And then you build around what they say rather than building what's up here, yeah. which we want to do as entrepreneurs. And I've been guilty of doing it before. And well, we all probably I'm, have. I'm lucky in the sense that I used to be a UX researcher. Okay, so I did a lot around UX. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my, my other profession is a UX for, for yeah. good. Okay. Right? Um, so, but it, but being an entrepreneur, you, you, you don't always remember the same rules that you would take other people down. Oh, we all do. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. You just can't wear different hats and caps all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So you always got to yeah, talk to people in a, in a way that allows them just to be open and, um, and not just tell you what you want to hear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said it and that, that UX background will serve you well. Well, just making sure you got that hat on at this stage <laughs> will be big. And yeah, my, then, my, my uh, sooner is cap stick, right? So I wear a lot of caps. There you go. Yeah. I like <laughs> Good stuff. I, so, also, it makes people spell my name correctly. Otherwise, you know, extra letters get thrown into my surname. No, really? Okay. Really? Yeah. Chapstick. Trap, uh, yeah, you know, all of the above. Chapstick. Well, I'm, I'm used to that. I mean, with a name like Shookman, people just tear it apart. So yeah, yeah, it, it happens. But yeah, I think that that UX hat would serve you great. And then, you know, like I said, just having an eye towards how can you bake that why story, that yeah. aha moment, how can that get baked into every touch point that people have with you? That's beautiful. And it connects so well to what you're doing with your business. So nice. share that far yeah. and wide. So that's, that's what I got for you, Eddie. Do you have any last questions before we say goodbye? So or anything else of, you'd like to share with us? In terms of numbers of touch points, um, mm -hmm. would you go, would you sort of recommend about 10 to 12? Is that roughly? I, I don't have a, I don't, I, yeah, I don't, ha, I don't have a set. Oh, wait, before a sale, did you say? Or yeah, so, so I've, I've been in a few different um, sales techniques. Okay. Sort of programs. 
And some of them are now saying that in the social enterprise world, it can, the touch points are slightly faster than the, mm -hmm. than the outside world mm -hmm. of that. And that they reckon only 10 or 12 are needed before usually you get a sale um, between you and, and someone. So, it, so it, a good thing to note for social enterprise is that the touch points are faster. Are faster. That, that is good. I would say that's been my experience too. Um, I'm not one to put a hard and fast number on it because it, it depends on your business model. It depends on how you're reaching out to people, that kind of thing. I would say as an average, 10 to 12 touch points. In other words, you know, people need to see or hear from you 10 to 12 times before they feel comfortable enough to do business with you. Mm. I would say as an, as an average, actually, I would say like eight to 12, but it's going to depend. So, but I almost even hesitate to say that. It's going to depend so much on your strategy. There are ways to make that fewer. There are ways that that ends up being more. So to really answer that, uh, I would you know, encourage you, Eddie, jumping back in the Facebook group as you flesh this out and, and try a few. And just talk to us about your process and your strategy and what that's looking like. And if you feel good about that, then you know, good. But if you're like, hey, this is taking too many touch points, then that's where we need to work backwards and look at you know how you're doing it. Because I find that there are definitely ways to move that needle one way or another. It just depends on yeah. the strategy, the business model. And some businesses you just have to have more touch points, and some businesses you just naturally have less. Yeah. You know? uh, E-commerce, e you can have two or three touch points sometimes. One touch point, you know, this yeah. time of year, a lot of people are having just one touch point with you. It's changed since I used to develop it. It's, it's, quite, it's quite a different world now. Yeah, yeah. So it just depends on, on what you're in. Um, but I think with the kind of thing you're talking about, that number seems like an okay benchmark, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't hang my cap on it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A, that's, yeah, cheers. So, yeah. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, Eddie, I'll give you the last word. If there's anything else you'd like to share with the audience as we sign off. Um, if, if any of you um, have an idea for a map for your local area or for something global, um, you know, come, come chat with us. You know, we're just starting this venture, and it's all about trying to raise more awareness um, of where the good stuff is, where the hidden gems are. Like, um, you know, if you're walking down your local street, do you know which cafe is a social enterprise? Do you know what, what, who they serve? Do you know why they're there? Um, and it's that sort of um, beginning, those are the beginning maps of getting more awareness. You can share that with loads of people. Um, and we've started ones for Berlin and uh, London and uh, Amsterdam, Morocco. Um, you know, so th these maps are fairly simple at the moment, but they're just raising awareness. And if you've got an idea to raise awareness in your, in your local area or, or for different something else, come, come talk to us. Awesome. Love it. And folks, if, if you do have that or anything else you'd like to share with Eddie, feel free to just drop it in the comments section below. Sure, he'd love to hear it. Eddie, thanks again for letting us put you on the hot seat here on the Dollar and Different show. And for everyone tuning in, whether you're tuning in on the Facebook Live or in the podcast, we're glad to have you here. Remember, this is sponsored by the Impact Business Base, our membership community for social impact entrepreneurs. That's up on the screen. I always put that in the show notes as well along with a link to the Facebook group in case you'd like to see this live or interact with the other 700 awesome social impact entrepreneurs in that group, just working together, helping each other to make a dollar and a difference. So folks, I'm Josh with the Dollar and Difference Show. And Eddie, thanks again for tuning in. Keep it real. And I'll catch you all again here real soon. <laughs>